This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 2nd of February. Justin, Hollywood agencies are now seeking out TikTok creators to star in movies. <laughs> yes, Hollywood is hoping they can leverage their massive followings to build mini media empires all around these influencers. Not the worst idea, B-Man. Now, following the Joe Rogan debacle, Spotify has now said it's working to add content advisories about COVID-19 to podcast episodes. Fascinating. Three insightful stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Airtree. Ventures, the Australian Venture Capital Fund, has just banked $700 million. And yes, this is the biggest capital raise in Australian venture capital history. Big year for venture capital, B-Man. What is the story? So Airtree Ventures is an Aussie venture capital firm that was founded back in 2014. Now, Airtree's had some great success since then, B-Man. They've invested in some pretty major Aussie companies. Well, you've got to mention Canva. We're talking who gives a crap. Spaceships in there. Brosses in there and more. (laughs) And now they've just raised $700 million in funds to launch three new venture capital funds. And who are they allocating this money towards? Well, some of it to existing companies that they've already invested in. Then they're allocating money to early seed stage companies. And then there's the fund purely focused on Web3, which many people believe is the next phase of the internet. So what is the key learning here? Venture capitalists or VCs are investors that give money to companies in exchange for a stake in that company. (laughs) And generally, this stake can be worth around 10 to 30% of that company. For each investor, investment round. Now, B-Man, VCs generally seek out high-risk, high-reward companies. And that's so they can earn a massive return on their investments if that company is actually very successful. Now, it must be said, Brett, many of these businesses fail, but one or two of them may turn into, I don't know, uh, Canva? And all of a sudden, the value of this VC's overall investment portfolio goes through the roof. But here's where things get interesting, because while most startups would be willing to hand over equity in exchange for an investment, Web3 startups may be a different story. You see, Jazzy Boy, the idea behind the Web3 movement is that everything is decentralized. No one company should own a large stake in any of the Web3 companies. I.e., it's all about new kinds of ownership, which means venture capitalists may need to adjust their investment approach to get in on these sorts of rights. Mm. For our second story, the New York Times has bought Wordle. That is right, the viral word puzzle game, and it's adding Wordle to its game section. Doesn't take more than six guesses to know (laughs) why the Times wanted Wordle, Justin. What is happening here? Okay, so we know Wordle. It's the very addictive, highly talked about daily word puzzle game. If you know, you know. (laughs) Now, here's how it works, B-Man. You get six goes to try and guess a five-letter word. Now, the creator of this game, he made it for himself and his partner to play before making it public in October of 2021. And when he added the ability to share your colourful emoji puzzle with friends, it took off. Let's be honest. It's all about being able to gloat (laughs) about how quickly you solve the puzzle. I got it in three today. But B-Man, to put things into perspective, Wordle had around 90 players players on November 1st last year. Okay, and on January 2nd, it had more than 300,000 players. And now it has over 3 million players. So my friend, it's not surprising that the New York Times, which already has a daily crossword Mm -hmm. puzzle, wanted to get their paws on this humble game. (laughs) And supposedly, B-Man, they purchased it for a low seven figures. Sounds like a bargain to (laughs) me. So what's the key learning here? Word-based games like crosswords have been a key ingredient in the publishing business for decades. And why is that? That's because they drive enormous amounts of engagement. And B-Man, as leading publishers like the New York Times go digital, games and puzzles are becoming even more important to keep their audiences engaged. Now, it might be encouraging readers or users to either gain points or rewards. Mm -hmm. Get this, B-Man. The New York Times crossword currently has around 1 million game subscribers. So Wordle and its 3 million players will become a hot commodity for them. Yep. For our third and final story, China is going to use the Beijing Winter Olympics to showcase its digital yuan 
Ah. Its first central bank digital currency. How is the timing, <laughs> Justin? Tell me more. All right. So China's been developing a digital currency for a little while now. And this month, China's central bank digital currency, called the DigiYuan, was made available to all citizens via a digital wallet app. Which, mind you, already has 261 <laughs> million users. And now, China's going to show off their DigiYuan to the world at the Beijing Winter Olympics. Hey, man. Athletes and spectators can download an app or get a physical card that stores the digital yuan. And it's all part of China's plan to become a key part of the future of digital currency. So what's the key learning here? Move over space race, we are witnessing a new currency race between central <laughs> banks. You see, there are 87 countries currently developing their own digital currencies. But here's the thing, FluxFam. Central bank digital currencies and cryptocurrencies have been used interchangeably. But they're not the same thing. You see, there's similarities of that both crypto and central bank digital currencies use blockchain technology. But that's pretty much where it ends. Could you explain it to me simply, smart man? <laughs> well, digital currencies are a digital representation of a country's existing currency, and they're centrally distributed. As opposed to old friend cryptocurrencies, which are generally a new currency and totally decentralized. In other words, nobody has single authority over the currency. But in this case, China's going to track all transactions, so there's no anonymity <laughs> here. And B-Man, as we know, anonymity and lack of authorities are two of the most redeeming qualities of crypto. <laughs> Good times. We have winners from all around the country in our weekly game, Win the Week. We've got Azza from the Northern Territory. Kyle from Victoria. Carly from New South Wales. All for saving just 25 bucks through our game, Win the Week. Download the Flux app and play Win the Week for your chance to win this week. Too damn easy. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.